beautiful, beautiful people. Happy Wednesday. September. September 9th. I walked before I recorded this morning. And I really should do it that way more often. I get up early enough. And I just get so much, I don't know, inspiration or, I don't know, the way my brain works in the morning. So I was listening to... A fella, Grant Cardone. Yeah, that's my latest thing, right? Listening to him. And you know how I tell you to protect your positivity? He was he was kind of talking about that too, but in a little different fashion. He, you know, he says no negativity. And he used this example, and I just have to share this with you because it was so, so good. He was talking about how people are conductors of the negative. So it's not just bad enough that the news does it. But it's, we hear bad news and we spread it, right? Like, are we spreading the good news as much as and as fast as we spread the bad news or the negativity? But the reason I'm I'm sharing this with you is because I could totally relate to the fact, you know, people are conductors. He used this example, though, that I just loved. If you hung out with someone who every time they came over your house, they left two bags of stinking rotten garbage in your living room, would you continue to hang out with them? (laughs) Right? That's a physical example. You wouldn't. You wouldn't allow them in your house. You wouldn't let them ruin your house. Well, the same thing is true with mindset. That was just so obvious. Like after I heard that, I was just digesting it. So if someone comes and dumps a bunch of negative shit that makes you have a bad attitude or um, drains your positivity, then don't allow that. And, you know, you might be saying, oh, well, there's, you know, all these people are important to me, blah, blah, blah. And he even gave an example of how to cure that. So let's say that you had a friend that was talking about another mutual friend to you and it was negative and you know you're like you don't want to hear that right they're dumping garbage in your living room so you say okay well let's call that friend now and tell him what you had to say and see how those people react and in his example the person never did it again and I imagine if we tried it the people would never do it again I remember doing this with with someone my biggest go-to line is I don't have enough information on that topic like it's not for me to say you know if it's if it's politics or you know worldwide stuff it's like oh I don't I don't really know about that I don't watch news which is 100% true or like I don't have time to to engage in that like I have my own stuff you know I don't need to try to conquer the world stuff So those are my thoughts on that. Um, You know, I really reflected. Of course, you know, I'm adding my own words here to kind of make it make sense to you. But this guy's pretty smart is what I'm learning. And I'm aligned with a lot of his thinking. So I'm enjoying it. Not that I should only be aligned with people that agree with me. But um, I'm learning a lot of things, too, that I just didn't know. And he's inspiring me to think a little bit more. So anyway, that's my my shout out for that this morning. So here we go. September 9th, Og Mandino says, to be everywhere is to be nowhere. OMG. 
Sobriety has taught us the value of a sense of purpose, a center to target our energies. Too often, we tried to be all things to all people, then ran in too many directions at one time. The typical result was frustration and poor accomplishments. This left us with low self-esteem and even less willingness to pursue healthy goals. We can apply the principles we've learned in 12-step recovery or any recovery to any area of our lives and steer in a more direct, spiritually sound course. We can focus on doing first things first and taking small steps towards what we want. It is far more dignified and joyous to arrive somewhere, tasks fulfilled, than to dart about and achieve nothing. We didn't, we needn't change everything at once. We can repair our bodies in a modest exercise program, get a little more rest, and add a few healthy foods to our diet. To activate our minds, we could take a single class or pursue a lost hobby. And to enrich our spiritual lives, we could take a few minutes each day to pray and meditate. By taking small, humble steps, we stay within our abilities and focus on the true direction we need in our new sober life. Today, let me concentrate on each small step I take towards my goals. I can, I can relate to this. My journey, as you know, because I talk about it all the time, is I needed to quit gambling. And that was the first thing I did. Now, I was working with someone who wanted to quit gambling and quit smoking at the same time. And I'm like, well, it's going to be stressful enough to quit gambling. Are you sure you want to not smoke too? You know, like I don't really recommend that. I mean, of course I want her to quit smoking, but I don't want her to overwhelm herself and then fail at both. And I think that that's what this reading is saying. So throughout my path, I had to quit, quit gambling and then fast forward. So if I quit gambling in March of 2017, December of 2019, well, first, the beginning of 2019 is when I started to explore spirituality, right? It was another step. I started going to church and started meditating more. Then at the end of 2019 is when I had my last drink. And oh, by the way, I'm still struggling with the to drink or not to drink question. I'm having really mixed feelings about this. And my girlfriend says, the more people you ask, the more different opinions you're going to get. She said, I'll know when it's right. So I hope that that's right. And now, as you know, 2020, I'd been working on trying to quit smoking since even when I went to rehab for gambling. I, I brought limited cigarettes and was like, okay, when I run out, I'll quit. And I did the same thing on the, the sober trip. And I just haven't been successful. And you know, this time around, I managed to put together over 30-something days. I did smoke that day with Polly, and I'll be honest, I did smoke yesterday. I woke up yesterday wanting a cigarette, like, so bad. I wanted coffee and a cigarette, and I fought, fought, fought all day, all day, until I finally just gave in. And here's something, too, guys, about progress and forgiving ourselves. And, like, you know, I want to practice what I preach, and I would preach you to forgive yourself when you – do things. So I forgave myself that day with Polly. And then even both days, right? I could have, I did have coffee on both days, totally a trigger, which is also part of why it's scary to drink again. But I had coffee. I knew what I wanted. I let the, I let the addiction voice definitely win because it wasn't nicotine withdrawal or whatever. Like there's been days I've had the same, I'm not recommending this. It's against 
doctor's orders, but I've had the same patch on for a few days and um, it's not nicotine because I don't get very much nicotine through my vape. That's just a crutch. And actually when it's not my line of vision, I don't use it very often. Um, so it was just, I wanted what I wanted and it was the addiction voice going, come on, Bobby, let's have a cigarette. So I did. But here's the success part of that. I know you're probably thinking, what the frick? That wasn't a success. It was because I didn't go and buy a pack either time. I didn't stay smoking. So like I smoked with Paul. That was two weekends ago. Yeah, it was almost two weeks ago. Now I don't want the gaps to get smaller and I don't want to allow myself to smoke just whenever I want. But I'm also not going to beat myself up for smoking yesterday. And I'm going to be honest and transparent with you. And this can be applied to anything. And I went off the rails. I know. Where I was where I was going was there was a two-year span between my quitting gambling and when I started looking at my spirituality. And then there was another span before I gave up alcohol. And then there was another span before I gave up smoking. And smoking is obviously still a work in progress. So what this is saying is small steps. It's more dignified and joyous to arrive somewhere with the task fulfilled than to dart around and achieve nothing. So for years and years and years, oh, I want to quit smoking, drinking, blah, 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 you know, like all these things. Well, none of those things happen. Here's here's the other thing, guys, like, and, and this is just how I operate. So, you know, I'm doing the 75 hard. I think I'm on day 40 something. And yeah, even though I made the caffeine and the smoking a rule, I'm still going. We've decided I'm going to do it when I get back from my trip as well. I'm going to start over and I'm going to make it harder and I'm going to take away sugar because that's another one of my issues. I have my freaking sweet, sweet tooth and that's what keeps my, my uh, belly like Santa Claus's. So I'm going to come back and do that. But here I am on day 40 something and out of these 40, I'm looking it up, 40, I'm on day 45. So out of those 44 days, I've smoked twice. I've had coffee, I think, two, maybe three times. Without smoking, I still have managed to lose over 10 pounds, right? Because weight was another thing that I couldn't conquer, you know, like, oh, well, if I quit smoking, I'm going to gain weight and all these limiting beliefs and all this just bullshit. So I'm here to tell you that this one thing at a time, and it can be applied to the things that we want to remove in our life, but also how we, how we handle our relationships, too. We're not going to fix and repair everything all at once if we've done damage. We're just not. We're not going to be able to fix work at the same time as family, as you know, our spouse, at the same time as our kids, everything. Everybody's going to be on different paces. So keep that in mind, too. And as long as you stay focused on you and true to you, I mean, even though I'm talking about now an almost four-year span if I didn't, if I didn't start somewhere, it would be like the prior 20 something years or 30 something years of, of trying and failing because I was trying everything at once. So that's, that's a great reading. And I hope that you can give that a little thought and, you know, give yourself, give yourself some reprieve and, also, just decide what, what it is you do want to focus on. But don't feel like you have to focus on all of it at once. I mean, I didn't even know quitting drinking was really on my radar. So 
it's just, I don't know. It's interesting. All right, beautiful people. I, I have to go to my book writing meeting now. So I hope that you have a fabulous day. And I will be back tomorrow. Today's Wednesday. Okay, I'm like losing my days of the week. I'm trying to think we have, um, we have another interview releasing on Friday. I'm not sure who it is. I think it's my friend Jason. So uh, back to those Friday Friday interview shows. Um, it really gives me gives me joy to, to connect with people, and I always learn so much and get so much value from other people. So I love sharing with you. All right, guys. Back to you. And the world understood.